Some boys just need that big load. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Welcome to the inaugural podcast of Game On, a gay gamer's life in the gay life of video games. <laughs> we will re-record that later. <laughs> we are sitting in our studio in beautiful Long Beach, California. Beautiful, sunny Long Beach. That's right. That the weather's always wonderful. And so we're going to do some introductions first, just to let you know uh, who we are. Adam, why don't you start? Um, my name is Adam. I have been a gamer since very early childhood. Um, currently, I play uh, mostly PlayStation 4. Um, I have a PS3, Xbox 360, Wii, all those. So I'm kind of a little obsessive about it, but that's why I love it. <laughs> and our next panelist is Steven. Hi, I'm Steve. Um, I've been a gamer since I came out of the womb. <laughs> um, played games before I could learn how to talk. And mostly play PlayStation right now. I have PlayStation 3, 4, and Vita. And anything else that comes out from PlayStation. Very good. <laughs> and my name is Mark. And I'm a, the relative newcomer to gaming. I had a Nintendo when I was in high school. <laughs> But I got a PlayStation 3, um, mostly for the Blu-ray player and eventually the apps, the Netflix and Hulu apps. And so Adam introduced me to gaming, and my life has not been the same since. <laughs> I used to read books, now I play video games. <laughs> and uh, the PS3 is the only one that I have. I haven't bought a PS4 yet because I've got so many games that I need to play on PS3 still. I have a lot of catching up to do. Well, fortunately, there's... Still a lot of good stuff coming out for PS3 at this point. So. It's still good for like the next, like what, two years? Yeah, I, I still have a lot of unfinished games on the PS3 that I keep needing to go back to. So, <laughs> Is the PS4 that, does it look that much better that it takes the priority? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the simple answer is yes. yes it, um, there, the, uh, there's a lot of improvements to the from the PS4 to the PS3. I mean, just the interface is completely different. Even the apps you use, like Netflix and all those sorts of things are so much more improved on the PS4. Hmm. Um, the controller is great. The touch panel, which usually, depending on the game, <clears throat> will serve as your map, usually. And that's really nice to sort of have like a shortcut because it's also a button and a touchpad at the same time. The controller is? The controller. Mm -hmm. And you can also hit share and share a video to YouTube. <gasps> have you done that? Uh, I'm trying to figure it out. I have no reason to do it yet. <laughs> I know. I'm like... I'm waiting for like Mortal Kombat so you can do like some badass combo. <laughs> wow. I'll do some fatality and then be like, Watch this, bitches. Well, that's. I mean, I'm way behind on all these, on all the games and and the technology. I haven't even seen the PlayStation Four in action, so I'm hoping the price will drop down a little bit lower. When I got my PS3, it was at Costco and it was a good uh, deal. Yeah, I think definitely the next year, um, probably probably even going into this next holiday season, 2015, you'll there'll be a lot of a lot more price drops for the now current gen. But can I wait a year? Can you? Can I? That's yeah. the question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, there's not a whole lot out, so it's okay right now. Well, the, okay, so one of the games that I wanted to play, I like watching horror games. There's, I'm one of those assholes that watches people play games on YouTube. <laughs> and so, South Park just uh, 
made fun of people like me, I suppose, <laughs> although I'm not a PewDiePie fan, although he is hot. Mm-hmm. He's cute, I just don't like how he talks. I don't like, I don't mind how he talks, it's just, I don't, I personally don't find him funny. I watched this guy named the Rad Brad, who, um, he's, he's, I think he's from like North Carolina or something like that, and he started doing professional gaming on YouTube when he was in college, and to my knowledge, he still hasn't gotten a quote-unquote real job because he's been able to support himself uh, just playing games on, for other people on YouTube. I need and, the job. Yeah, right? Know, right? And now he demonstrates, like, there's going to be a zombie game coming out called The Dying Light. I think is that what it's called? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And he's been doing demonstrations of it, and, um, you know, there's only a certain... They so gave him an advance. So he has like an early release copy. Yeah, they gave him an advanced copy, and so there's only so far that they could that he could show. But then he went back and was playing some of the side missions and stuff. And okay. the thing that I like about him the best is that he's really humble. He doesn't go out of his. He doesn't try to make jokes or anything like that. And he doesn't talk over the storyline of the game. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you can hear everything, and he also doesn't. You know, he doesn't talk about a lot about his own personal. Uh, opinions, you know, he doesn't call people names and stuff, and he always thanks the the people that comment and, and watch, you know. So he's a very, to me, he's a very gracious host, and he's really good at the games. Um, so anyway, that was a digression, but um, <laughs> like the game The Last of Us, awesome. which came out on PS3 first, mm-hmm. and then as soon as PS4 hit the market, there was a, a remastered version. Yes. And did you play both? I only played the PS3 version, but. Now, do you because the the DLC, the DLC like episode came out? I think this year the Ellie one. <laughs> yeah, the um, and that's been on some of the game of the year list. I think for mm-hmm. like, I, I, I think it's, it's not technically a full game, but I don't know if that was part of this like new upgraded PS4 version. I think it it's, was. It's on there because I when I bought my PS4, mm-hmm. I got the Last of Us for free. Oh wow! Cool. Um, and then oh. Like when you go to the store, it's all DLC movies. Um, <laughs> so DLC is downloadable content. Yes. But downloadable is one word. Why isn't it DC? <laughs> I don't know. To be fancy. <laughs> That's just wrong. Yeah. It's downloadable. I think they like saying load. <laughs> load needs a capital L mark. <laughs> it sure does. Some boys just need that big load. <laughs> <laughs> so we just uh, we're at the beginning of the new year. We're in January, and so why don't we talk uh, real quick about what we think the game of the year was? Now you have a list of some of the what the nominees or yeah. or the winners. You know, um, you know, every sort of gaming site and gaming magazine does their own list. So there's not really any consensus about what the game of the year was. We don't have like the Oscars for games. Actually, they do have the Oscars for games. They or do. They used to on G4, but G4 doesn't exist anymore. Oh. I miss them. No, I do too. <laughs> what do you miss most about G4? Everything. There were some the hot hosts. There were some cute hosts. Is there's... that where Chris Hardwick came yeah. from? Yeah. He was on well, there. Originally, and... Chris Hardwick was on um, Singled Out on MTV. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah, like back in like 1997. With Jenny, Jenny McCarthy? McCarthy? Yes. Wow, you're kind of aged. You're dating him. <laughs> and now he does like eighteen thousand podcasts a week. He's you got to hustle, man. I you know I subscribe to that Nerdist podcast, and it's like every day on Stitcher, it's like fifty new Nerdist episodes. Wow, Jeez. I just can't keep up. How do they do so many? I don't know, but you know they record it. Um, uh, is it Meltdown? Oh, Meltdown Comics and Sunset. Oh yes, in Hollywood. 
Oh, oh. they record there? Oh, I wonder what kind yeah, of setup they have. This will be cut, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't going to talk about other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. Um, okay, so... But yeah, so... so uh, I, we've pulled a, a few of the lists, too, but it, it seems like sort of the... The two big ones that have sort of shown at the top of most of the lists are Dragon Age Inquisition and um, uh, Shadow of Mordor. Based off which, of the Hobbit books. You know, it's not really based off of the Hobbit books at all. I, and I haven't played either one. Have you played uh, Shadow well, of Mordor? Well, it's that world, mm-hmm. but it's like not the story. I heard it was in between... the. Um, in between Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, chronologically? Sure. But, that, I mean, that's what I meant by a Hobbit game, is that oh, right. it takes place in based yeah, yeah. on the characters of J.R.R. Tolkien, yes. and it's in that world. Yes. I think it's interesting that the top games are both fantasy games. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the, the traditional dragons and, and magic and all that kind of stuff. I haven't really played any games that are like that. It's kind of funny, because, <laughs> like, the... They picked the top games, but like these games just came out, and I feel like they forgot what came out in the beginning of the year. It's kind of like the Academy Awards. Yeah, right. yeah it's exactly <laughs> like that. They do a flood of movies at the at the end of the year, and those are the ones that people remember, and <laughs> that's what gets all the nominations. But since neither of us have, none of us have actually played through the two like sort of biggest games of the year, yeah. maybe we should just talk about like some of the other games of the year that have. Um, for example, the um, on IGN, their um, number one PS3 game, which we all have a PS3, I believe, is Stick of Truth. Oh, the South Park, the South Stick, Park, of Stick of Truth. I would have to... Now, okay, here's my secret shame when it comes to uh, playing games. I hate paying full price for games. Yes. And I also don't... As much as I admire the idea of Gamefly, you know, because I'm a next Netflix subscriber... Mm-hmm. Um, I get one disc at a time, but I can get through a two-hour movie a lot quicker than I can get through a game. Right. So <clears throat> paying for Gamefly doesn't make a lot of sense for me, the casual yes. gamer. So the only new game that I've actually played on any of this list is The Stick of Truth. <laughs> so by default, I'm going to have to go with The Stick of Truth as being my game of the year. And that was a... The one that actually came out in 2014. Yes. And that... But that was a funny game. I could not get through that game fast enough. You know what? And I think that we should maybe give it the award for the gayest game of the year. <laughs> did, did Steve, did you play Stick of Truth? I, my roommate played it. Uh-huh. And we had like that whole Cartman thing. So I was just playing with the Cartman toy the whole time. <laughs> the actual game. The Cartman toy? Yeah, it came with like a big toy. Like a uh, figure? Yeah. A big statue of Cartman with the stick. Oh, dressed in the wizard robes. Yeah. Oh, nice. What was particularly gay about the game? Well, the fact that the entire, like, second to last level was crawling up inside Mr. Slim's ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and that's how you got big no. gay. Yeah, right. That's how you got big gay Al as one of your Facebook right. friends, is you had to answer the cell phone. He had a fucking cell oh, phone. Oh, cell phone in his, inside his, in his asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God, that was great. That's true, and you could always call on him to be a special power where he would sit on. Uh, oh Jesus oh, Christ! Yeah, was, oh, he would yeah, sit Slave was right. The, he was like, see, um, and Mark, you haven't played like any of Final Fantasy, no. from what I understand. Mm-hmm. You played yeah. the, the one of the greatest things about Stick of Truth was it took all of that sort of like '90s um, Final Fantasy gameplay and just you know put it on a next gen. Um, so the gameplay was the same. But, like, they all had these, like, summons characters in Final Fantasy, and the fact that they had these characters 
all do these like pretty horribly disgusting things. <laughs> right. They had the the owner of Shitty Walk was one that you could call <laughs> on. Um, Mr. Slave, who Mr. sat Pro- on one of them. Oh yeah, and removed an enemy from battle. Right, Mr. Oh, Hank- yeah. Mr. Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Had like a big tidal wave of diarrhea. <laughs> oh. uh, and then uh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. He was the fourth one. Really? Yes. And he would come with guns a-blazing from the oh, sun. Oh, man. Uh, and but, you, could, you could refill them, but you actually had to go see them in town, and they would, they would sort of like re-up at that point, where you could use them again. So... Okay, so what was your, Adam, what was your favorite game of the year? Well, my game of the year is actually like the 2013 game of the year, which <laughs> is Grand Theft Auto V, because I didn't play it on the last gen. I actually got it from Gamefly, <clears throat> uh, played it on PS3, liked it so much, I was like, I have to stop playing it now, and because I have a feeling it's going to come out for PS4, and I just have to like experience it and like have the whole thing. And, <clears throat> so I, it, you know, came out in November of this year, and it has gotten the award on GameSpots as their best reissue this year. But I just have had so much fun playing Grand Theft Auto V. I've played pretty much every single main release of Grand Theft Auto, and this one is by far the most fun. Well, let me ask you about. See, to me, Grand Theft Auto. I haven't played any of them, but they, you know, they they've come under fire in the past for being, uh, you know, sexist, yes. and they. But I know that. Uh, what was it for Grand Theft Auto 4 they had the gay Tony yeah, or the, the gay Tony. yeah the ballad of gay Tony where you could play he was a gay character right yes and so how do you feel that gays are represented in a game like Grand Theft Auto do you kind of have to do you hear slurs being yes. hurled <clears throat> um, none of the main three characters are gay mm-hmm. all of them pretty much every single character in every Grand Theft Auto Grand Theft Auto is a horrible person. Like that's all you need to. That's sort of how you, the mindset you need to go. Like all the men are dicks and all the women are bitches. So it's like <laughs> you know, people complain about you know, and and this you know we don't have to quite get into this subject right now. But the gamer gate sort of come came out of this whole thing with you know not being really having any good female representation in games as there are with men. But in Grand Theft Auto, basically everyone is horrible. Right. Um, and then this one, there are three main characters. You have Franklin, who's sort of, you know, he's the black, young, sort of up-and-coming, like, street hood, who uh-huh. sort of, like, builds up the empire. You have Michael, who is the, <clears throat> he was a former sort of uh, mafia crime boss type of thing, who went into witness protection for all the years, and he's sort of, like, obsessed, you know, living in the 80s. And he's Whenever get, you get into his car, like the Ario Speedwagon is playing. Or but whatever, he's getting like, back into crime after being in the Witness Protection Program? Yes. That sounds dangerous. And then the third <laughs> main character is Trevor, who's this like crazy psycho meth dealer who is a former like colleague of, of Michael's. And there's another character who's the best friend of um, Franklin. His name is Lamar. And he is sort of like the comic relief of the game. And he and Trevor, the meth dealer, crazy guy, they sort of have this uh, bromance a little bit, and there's a lot of sort of gay teasing, but it's never done so like tastelessly where it's offensive, you know. And um, uh, there's a lot of like, oh, you know, hug it out. It's okay if you like dudes, like that sort of thing. Like it's never like mean, but it's there's really not any like good representation of a gay character or gays in the game. But there's nothing that I would. 
consider offensive. I thought it was all pretty <laughs> hysterical. Is it because the gays aren't horrible people? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I mean, we haven't really seen a game that's had a, except for the DLC. Right. Uh, that's we haven't really seen a game that's had a specific gay character as the lead, have we? Not as a lead. I know there's one Dragon Age, but he's not a lead. Yeah, well, and that's one of the things too now with um, what I've uh, with Dragon Age specifically and sort of Mass Effect from the last. Generation. Oh right, Mass Effect. You should talk about that. The character that you, the main character that you play as, is not. <clears throat> the games are set up so that the the character can, is whatever you want it to be. And both of the, these game franchises allow same-sex relationships. So if you want your character to be gay, then your character could be gay. Dragon Age, the number one game of the of last year, allows gay relationships. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. With other, with another. Now, <clears throat> I don't play multiplayer games because I don't like playing with other people. <laughs> Even when I play with another person in the same room, I still. You know what it'd be like. No, go over there. No, go over there. Do that. You're you're fucking up. <laughs> so I can't even imagine what playing with people you can't even see is like. But so with Dragon Age, are you having a relationship with a non-player character or? Yes, you can. Well, from what I understand, and, and I haven't played this new version of Dragon Age, but I did play Dragon Age Origins, and it's not it's not multiplayer. It's it's all single single player, and I don't know if that's true with. I'm pretty sure the main story is single player, but I don't, there might be a. I think there's. Like, I think it's both. We need to get um, on the ball. I know we're, we're behind. <laughs> That's my 2015. I tried playing it for like 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm bored. <laughs> we have jobs. <laughs> we have things to do. Uh, so what was? Um, okay, so you would say you were enjoying Grand Theft Auto. That was your game of the year. Yeah, that was the game I had the most fun playing in 2014. Cool. Steve? Um, well, I'm a fighting game whore, so anytime a fighting game comes out, I'm all about it. So Injustice, God Among Us, is pretty mm. awesome, and I got really good at it, and they re-released it for PS4, so I got that one. Yeah, and did you uh, did you see that that um, was one of the, the PS Plus free downloads? I, I saw like a list like that it was going to come out in a few months for free, so I was uh-huh. like, I'll just hold on. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, what is PS Plus? No, we don't. I mean, we're not shills for PlayStation. This isn't a. They're not a sponsor or anything like no. that. But uh, PS Plus is the the online membership um, that allows you to. I, I think that the first idea of it was that that's sort of like your fee to play online with other people. Mm-hmm. But one of the perks that they give you is that there are free games that you can download every month, and the games are active as long as you have a PS Plus. Uh, it's two free games for each system. Oh, and then it's yours as long as yeah you have the PS Plus. Wow, and how much is that a year? Uh, I think it's twenty five bucks a year, or is that? It's seventeen dollars for like three months, and then Probably. it goes down in price if you want more. Oh, maybe, so maybe it's like fifteen bucks a year Something... or fifty. I mean, I, f- I forget what the, what the whole year is. But <clears throat> I always do it like every three months. Oh. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not bad. expensive at all. <laughs> if, if you play enough games, it's definitely worth it for the free games, and they've had some really good. Game and usually it's like the older games, like they've had Bioshock Infinite. Um, mm-hmm. They had um, God, what's that game with Dante? DMC. Yeah, Demi- that, yeah. that was like Devil May Cry. Oh, yeah. talk about a hot lead! Yeah. <laughs> that, I remember watching the trailer for Devil May Cry three, and oh my goodness! Uh, if if I were to to want to uh, what is the word now? Fap. 
<laughs> if I wanted to jerk off to a to a video game character, it would be the guy Dante. in Devil May yeah. Cry. Mm-hmm. And they are re-releasing DMC for PS4 and Xbox One in March. Oh, wow. cool. Uh, so I have to get that, because I was obsessed with that game. Mm. <laughs> so I have played Injustice, mm-hmm. Gods Among Us. Uh, and I got it from Adam mm-hmm. when he yeah, got I play, it. <laughs> I played that version on PS3, but I, I did get the I downloaded it for PS4. You did, yeah. So because of the free, yeah, we got it for free. Now, does it include <clears throat> the four? Everything. So the four characters that, and what makes it plus? It, is it just it runs in a new system, or are there any improvements with the? Uh, it's improved graphics, mm. uh, smoother gameplay. Mm. Uh, every DLC is unlocked. So you get like all was it thirty dollars worth of outfits? So in this case, DLC means downloadable costumes, right? Or is that still downloadable still content? content? All like all I hear is load. <laughs> yeah, it, but it's, in this case, it's all one big load, right? <laughs> one huge load all over your PlayStation Four. <laughs> yep, and it doesn't short it out. It's amazing. It's all good. All over my face. Right. <laughs> it's all just part of the big package. Well, because yeah. I always love. Zatanna, and I'm so glad that she was one of the four characters, and the, her costume from the 80s that looked, that was suggestive of a um, tuxedo, you know, mm-hmm. the way that it was cut and everything, and so I was like, oh, the that's one of the things. Nutrition you- assistant outfit? Yeah, I think I so. love that one. With I- the big, long wizard sleeves, like vaginas, <laughs> flapping in the breeze. <laughs> I can't stand her with the cape. I can't stand her with the cape. I like her original outfit. You mean just with her in the, in the, um, Fishnets and the that, top hat and I like the top hat one, but the one where she has like a cape and she looks like a superhero. You mean it's, the it's the blue one. outfit with the tit window? I think so. It's whatever she it's has now. Yeah, back when she was okay. So when she was first introduced in Justice League, she was looking for her father, and she was dressed more like a traditional traditional female magician, I guess, with did fishnets. She, fishnets? <laughs> she did have fishnets on the top hat. <clears throat> then when she finally joined Justice League, she had a costume where she had a ponytail, and it was like a sky blue outfit with a red cape and a fucking tit window. I don't know what this, I don't know what it was with tit windows in the 70s, as if they, you know, it's like pr- practically a target. And then it was in the 80s when she, she like magically created a new costume for herself, which was the blue and white one that had the robes and it was much more flowing and... You know, I, that's what it kind of looks like in the new Fifty Two. But I think she's basing that thing in her head. She had like mm. a thing, so that's gone. But it's like that same outfit. I kind of hate it. Mm. <laughs> so, so what are the four characters that were the downloadable? I, I've, I, I've, I've been playing it, but I have only gotten to like. It was uh, Martian Manhunter, uh, Batgirl, Satana, oh, cool. and Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh right. no, no, no! And Lobo, he was he oh, was yeah. the oh, fourth Lobo, one. Wait, was it four or six? <clears throat> I don't know what the fourth one. Was. I don't know. Might have been six. So the, Oscar. <laughs> so the really the character from Mortal Kombat was one. Mm-hmm. Scorpion. He was the last one. Oh, because um, you know they had a DC versus Mortal Kombat game. Right. Terrible. Terrible yeah, game. Yeah. Why was it terrible? <laughs> the, all the moves were kind of funky, and the story was retarded. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> We can't say retarded. We well, have to say intellectually. Cha- Tonight, um, we can me. cut this part out. Tonight at church, they made a comment about being about supporting intellectually challenged people, and I just couldn't help but think like that's half of the people here. There are intellectually challenged. That's why they're at church. <laughs> <laughs> I am not cutting that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to insult anybody. 
<laughs> I just thought that was an inter- you know mentally challenged is much different than intellectually challenged. Yes, yes there's many that's, people that's who are not point. retarded who are intellectually challenged. But they spend too much time playing video games. And the whole like Mortal Kombat storyline that never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was just like a alternate universe type of thing. yeah. Well, and that was sort of the weird thing because Mortal Kombat games are so gory, and then when they paired them up with DC, it was all. Yeah, what are the final kills? PG-13. What if what are the final <clears throat> kills if uh like what's he doing? Oh, my cat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, what if, what are the final kills like in the in the Mortal Kombat versus DC? Like if one of the Mortal Yeah, the fatalities. The villains had fatalities and then the heroes just had some like big move they did. Oh, cuz oh, god right. forbid. Yeah, like I remember Joker shot you in the face. Uh, well, I remember Green Lantern had one that was kind of messed up. It was like he made you into like a big bubble and just squeezed the bubble and oh, gosh. got crushed inside. Ooh. But it wasn't gory; it was just like. <laughs> so there wasn't like blood coming. No, but the yeah, villains had crazy blood. ones. Yeah. I'm looking up now to see what the additional characters were. So talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, Steve, uh, it's probably not. Did you tell important. us what your game of the year was? Oh, uh, Injustice. Oh, yes, he did. Injustice or the one that we've been talking about for twenty minutes, <laughs> or, or DMC. Yeah. Both of them were like I, I picked, I beat DMC like in every single oh. level that uh, okay. was unlocked. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I can't get enough. <laughs> I love his kind of gay brother. Now would we <laughs> would we consider Dante a twink or a daddy? He's a twink. He's a, he's well, a twink with daddy. So this here. is his prequel, so this is his tink years, <laughs> twink years. That's hot. And his like. Super pretty West Hollywood brother. <laughs> I guess that okay. So this is what I see that there's some of the um, some of the additional costumes would mm-hmm. be Flash Jay Garrick version from New Fifty Two, uh, John Stewart Green Lantern. I don't remember playing him in that. Yeah, game. that was a free costume. Ah, that was actually pretty. Just cool. like a skin. Just like change the color. And the voice was different too. Ooh. Oh, cool. And you know, Martian Manhunter always appeared in the background um, mm-hmm. they, when you fought on the satellite. Right, and so that was cool that they made him into a player character. But was one of his skins the his look as an alien? Other other downloaded characters didn't get um, extra skins except oh. for Zod. Zod is the last one. Oh, oh nice. that's General right, Zod. You're right. Oh, cool. He got the Man of Steel outfit from the movie. Oh, cool. <laughs> I remember like there was one character that I didn't care about. Zod. Yeah, Zod. <laughs> trying to, trying too much to tie him into the dumb movie. Right. The Game On Podcast, Episode 1, Signature Cocktail, is the one-up. Fill a glass with ice. This is key, folks. Always add the ice first. Add your desired amount of Kettle 1 Citron Vodka, fill with 7-Up, and finish with a dash of Grenadine. The one-up. And so, with all of us having said our games of the year this past year, what games are we looking forward to? So, I have a lot to say about this, but it might not be what you think it would be. (laughs) So, I'm going to start, Adam. What game are you looking forward to the most? Well, my number one that I'm most excited about is um, the new Arkham game, Batman. And now I don't even remember the title. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Yes. yes. Um, Hell yeah. I. What I really want from an Arkham game, though, is like an Arkham team. 
I want to play as Robin. I want to play as Batgirl. Oh. I want to play as Batman and Batman. Batwoman would be fun too. Oh and, boy! Uh, but it'd be cool if you could do as a Nightwing. Like I, I feel like if there was a team that you could like, because one of the, I mean, the story mode in the Arkham games, you know, is is pretty set. And one of the cool things with the Harley Quinn DLC for Arkham City, uh, playing as uh, Robin for part of it, I thought was really cool. And I think if they could sort of weave in that a little bit, and then once you're in like the free mode where you're just like doing the Riddler trophies or whatever, if you could like swap back and forth like you could with Catwoman, mm-hmm. I think that would be a lot of fun. Or yeah. multiplayer, like have two people going at it. Oh my god, that would be, be so awesome. Wow. I would, with <laughs> all the costumes. Be like Nightwing and Batgirl. Oh my god. With all the costumes that they have, because I'm actually, I'm playing. Um, Batman Arkham City right now. Uh-huh. I'm so far behind in all my games. <laughs> and I'm still trying to get all those fucking Riddler trophies. Like, I never, I never did it. No, but how There's many... There's like do you... five that are impossible. Right, but... In Arkham City? Yeah. Uh, I'll, you know, she had to show me and I could probably do it. It's <laughs> all the like floating ones that I can't do where like you have to like jump on one pad and then shoot up and then like float and then hover and then like fly on another one that's on like a different island and like... <sighs> I'm not even, I, I don't need to get all of them. I just want to get enough that I can beat the Riddler. And, oh, you, you know to, what I mean? You have to get all of them to beat the Riddler. You do? Yeah. No, you don't. Uh, no, there's a, you don't. Um, you have to get enough, to, you have to progress enough in the Riddler missions to get to the last right. the trap. It's like you get enough clues to unlock yeah. the trap. Yes, yes. But so I, you don't have to get all the trophies. I, you know, I don't remember if it's tied into the trophies or not. I thought it was like you you get enough and you lock like whatever four, and then once you get the last one, it's like this is the final area. Mm-hmm. Go kill the Riddler. Well, in some of the ones too, I mean, it's like it's not just about getting a trophy. It's about like how many how many times you do a move. Mm. You know, like if you're you have to do like ten. Yeah, but I don't care. You, you know, like with each character. So like, if you so that's kind of stuff you just have to grind and do it. And I don't care about any of that. Exactly. I just want to play the game. I'm a Batman fan. I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm enjoying the story, but I want to finish. <laughs> you <No>. know, <laughs> that's the stuff that you do like after you beat the main story because I usually beat the main story like in like a day, and then I'm like <laughs> okay, let's do this rest of the stuff. Doesn't that get boring though? Uh, no, because it depends like how good you were in the game, like how many weapons you unlocked. Yeah, but I like to stretch out. Like when I played Assassin's Creed, which is that's the series that really got me hooked on playing gaming. Uh, I would try and make the main story stretch as long as I could to keep my interest going. Because yeah. for me, once you're done with the main story and all you have to do is go around and collect Riddler trophies or yeah. treasure. Right. Or something like that. It's like, ugh, well, you usually, know. I've usually finished all the side quests before I finish the main story, but the red, the red dirt things are just too ridiculous. It's like two hundred in each game. I think there's four hundred and fifty in the in Arkham City, right? So he's still, he's still doing them. Oh, you mean in Arkham City? Arkham City yeah. What about Arkham Origins? Are there any Arkham Origins? They're there, but they're yeah. just called something else. Like it's like, what's he? What's what's his, his like real name? Enigma. Enigma. Yeah, there's like Enigma. The Enigma very. Bombs or whatever. <laughs> Music joke. <laughs> <laughs> There's a piece called the Enigma Variations. Ah, <laughs> Thank you. Never thought that would be brought up on a gaming podcast. <laughs> the more you know. Is <laughs> is music important to you in a game? Yes. Yeah. Does it bother you if it's too repetitive? Uh, sometimes. Depends on how obnoxious and how um, overwhelming it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the music should be background. I mean, unless there's, you know, unless it's like part of, you know, a moment of the story, but, um, 
Yeah, it is important. Mm -hmm. Like I would say, like if when you play DMC, uh, the music is pretty awesome. Like it's very fitting, and there's even a stage where you go where it's like a club scene, mm. and it kind of sounds like you're in a club. Mm. Is he shirtless in the club scene? You can make him shirtless. Really? You, you, there's other options. Just see how excited I got. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, um, oh. Well, and now, and now you asked him that question. We have to go back to Grand Theft Auto Five because ah. one of the like hallmarks of the Grand Theft Auto games is that. Um, when you're driving around in your car, you can change your radio station, and every radio station has, you know, I mean, and in Grand Theft Auto Five, I think there's about 20 different radio stations, depend, you know, and there's like the, the Latin station, the jazz station, the mm -hmm. pop station, the electronica station, the like indie station, and they're all, you know, have some sort of like funny name or something, but um, what they what they do in when you're playing the main story mode is, you know, you'll get in a car and there's already like a station playing, so they almost like pre-program your soundtrack for you, so like, you know, when you start playing as Michael for the first time, he's listening to his, like, 80s, you know, power rock music, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it just, like, totally sets the tone. So if any game has a, a soundtrack done right, it is the Grand Theft Auto series. And they used to sell CDs of yeah. those soundtracks. Yeah, I think yeah. they still do. Really? Yeah. Like, they're, like, well, now big it's, like, <laughs> it's all, like, iTunes downloads or yeah. whatever. Oh, but, right. But I think you can still get like the actual physical ones right. like online. Totally showing my age now. Well, and I remember like in Grand Theft Auto 3, which is sort of like the first popular Grand Theft Auto, it was all like songs you never heard of. And then Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the, the moment that it was like Grand Theft Auto the next level was when you hop on your motorcycle in Vice City and, or no, maybe it's a car. I don't, it doesn't even matter. But mm -hmm. Billie Jean by Michael Jackson is playing on the radio, and it's like there's <laughs> real music, you know. Right. It's not just like fake music that they like did for the game. Music, yeah. <laughs> and then they released those as like a collection, and it was like was like a five disc box set or something. Yes, yes, well, yes and yes. I use music to to tell when I'm out of danger, <laughs> you know, because <clears throat> the soundtrack will pump up all of a sudden and get faster and have like heavy drums and stuff, and so it's like when you turn tail and go oh shit and run away, run away. Um, that's how you know that you're okay to stop is when the music <laughs> turns quiet again and you know well I think this is like an awesome topic that we should save for another podcast another maybe podcast. talk about in depth mm -hmm. uh, alright so the game that you're looking forward to is Arkham Origins but I'm also right. very intrigued about 1882 The Order editors note the actual names of these games are Batman Arkham Knight and The Order 1886 what's that which um you know, and I haven't read a lot recently about it, but it's basically sort of about the knight. What I understand is that it's sort of like the Knights Templar, I believe, or it's like sort of it's like the the Round Table. Yeah, the Knights of the Round, round Table. table. Oh. Um, but they're sort of like immortal, or some of them are immortal. But it, they're you know, in eighteen eighty two is the year it takes place. So it's sort of like a steampunk vibe, I believe. Mm -hmm. And you're going around like killing werewolves and yeah, they're supernatural. Like... Ooh, crazy half-breed werewolves. Half-breed! Yeah. <laughs> Nikola Tesla makes your weapons. That's cool. Yeah. So, what game are you looking forward to? The Steve? same two games. <laughs> what? Batman Arkham Origins and The Order Arkham Knight. and Mortal Kombat X. Does that oh, mean yes. Mortal Kombat 10? Yes. Ah. So they're doing kind of like a Weapon X thing for you Wolverine fans So was there. the Mortal Kombat that came out like two years ago, was that technically like Mortal Kombat 9 then? Yes, and reboot at the same time. Because uh -huh. like, I think the, the story was like, Raiden finally got defeated by Shao Kahn, the big uh -huh. bad, and right before he got killed, he sets his consciousness to like, Raiden of the past, so then the old Raiden starts in the future, and he starts to change things around, 
So you played Mortal Kombat 1 through 3, mm-hmm. but things changed like dramatically. At the end. Yeah, like oh, cool. people died differently or mm-hmm. they became whatever differently. I um, actually have that one, but I, I'm not good enough at the fighting games to like, <laughs> finish them. Because that, I always get my ass handed to me like halfway through. Yes. Uh, that one had like a, a great story mode, kind of like if you played the story mode for Injustice. Uh-huh. But it was like that same kind of style of story. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, we're, I like how it like flips you different characters so you yeah. get a chance to play through everybody. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Well, the game that I'm looking forward to the most playing this year is all of the old shit that I have to play. (laughs) (laughs) Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh my god! No, I uh, I really love the Borderlands series, and I but I hadn't played them on PS3, so I I'm finishing up the first one. I bought all the DLC for it. Borderlands um, two. Which I is a better game. I was almost finished with it on my ex boyfriend's p uh, his Xbox, mm-hmm. and then I broke up with him, and so <laughs> that went bye bye. Unfinished business, <laughs> right? That was his big Christmas present two years ago. Was was Borderlands two? So I bought it for myself now, and I have to play that, and I want to play the pre sequel. Pre sequel? No, yes. is the pre sequel just for the for current gen for PS four? I believe it's it only for PS three. Oh, is it? I thought it was. Oh. I don't know, but there is another Borderlands coming out though. I think right. I might just be speaking out my ass. Well, that's the thing, is that I don't really... Re- I enjoy playing what I play, but as being a noob, I tend to read more about comic books <laughs> and yeah. movies than I do about video games. By the way, when you said noob, I could totally hear that you spelled the zeros in your voice. Totally noob. <laughs> um, and I don't mind being the noob, you know? I don't like paying full price for a video game. And... Uh, I'm perfectly fine waiting for it to go. Like recently, I bought a Bioshock Two, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, at um, Target for five bucks. They had like a fifty oh, percent nice. off sale. Awesome. I couldn't pass it up. Yeah, and so I think that's probably what I'll play next because it always looked like a fun game. Um, but uh, you know, so I would have to say that. Of all the games I'm looking forward to the most playing, it's anything Borderlands, mm-hmm. but I have so much to catch up on that anything in the past is the game that I want to play. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally forgot that the game that I actually was looking forward to uh-huh. is like, I haven't seen it in a while, it's been such a while since I've seen it, but I really want Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes, okay, Kingdom, we have to talk about this. Kingdom Hearts 3 and actually Final Fantasy 15. Amazing! Because... <laughs> I will be very surprised if either of them actually come out in 2015. Oh. There's They're a... both supposed to, mm-hmm. from what I understand right now. But I think Square is sort of known for having delayed games. Yeah. Especially but... in the U.S. release. I always go like, if they're going to delay, that means it's going to be better. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, Keep but telling There's like a whole rumor that like, it's going to be uh, dropped earlier than expected. I'm like, oh, please be. Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Now, did you get the re-releases, the yes. 1.5 and 2.5? I got them, but then I was like, I already beat them, but I know that yeah. they they, already, they have extra stuff. and See, now that is nice yeah. when, when yes. they release a, a re, you know, like an HD di- version. Like The Last of Us didn't include anything extra, did it? It was just... It almost didn't need to. <laughs> yeah. Like, the improved graphics were so amazing that I was like, holy God. No, oh, wow. This is breathtaking. In- interesting. I almost cried at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, love, I, I, I love that they're doing the new releases, especially now that it's sort of going out of fashion to do any sort of backwards compatibility into the systems, yeah. which really makes me sad, but... 
But I, I do like that. Let's make it prettier. Yeah. Like, all right, I'll pay for it, I guess. <laughs> but they, they release it cheaper, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, aren't they doing, like, Resident Evil yeah, HD just, versions? I think that just came out. That's Yeah, that's download only. Oh, oh um, is it? But it, it's only 20 bucks. Yeah, but nice. how... There is so much of a difference between when the original Resident Evil came out and and the way that the new systems run. How, how much better could it be? Oh, it looks amazing. <laughs> really? Yeah, it looks really good. Like, it's kind of like a... Did you see how Resident Evil 5 and 6 look? Uh-huh. It looks like that. Now, is this the remake of the first one? Mm-hmm. The first so one. they basically, like, redid the whole thing. Right? Yeah. Because like, the first one was on, like... N64 or something? PlayStation 1. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. So they're really building from the ground up. Yeah, it's like I think it's like an anniversary or something. It just um, and we... Uh, <laughs> I just can't wait. They have to do that for Final Fantasy VII at some point, right? Did you see the lamp? They they read it for PS4, but it looks exactly the same. It's no! Not the same. <laughs> and I was like, Why Final Fantasy VII in particular? It's so fun. It's, it, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII was sort of... It, it's... It was sort of seen as the greatest role-playing game, and, and at the time, maybe the greatest game ever made. Really? It was the first game um, that I think really made good effect of like CGI cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was on uh, PS1, and it came out in 97, I believe. So it sort of really just took um, gaming to like the next level. Mm-hmm. And now when you play it, it it's... It looks really old. Mm. There's a you know um, the gameplay is still really fun. The story's really fun. The characters are all a lot of fun, um, but you know the, graphically and um, you know there's, there's just like a lot of old things about the games that are have gone out of fashion and been so much improved since then. It's not really that fun to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be good if they actually did a real HD remake. Yeah, where it's all pretty and stuff. Because they've been doing it with the, they did it with Final Fantasy Ten this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you have a review <clears throat> of Resident Evil. Resident Evil HD got a 9.5 in Game Informer. And this is the, the cover with the hot guy from Uncharted. God, Nathan Drake. Nathan oh, yes. Drake. We have to add that to our list for Games oh, yeah. about for 2015. Uncharted 4. Have you seen the pictures? It's just Nathan Drake. They're like, here's his body scale from like front and back. And like, <laughs> this is how pretty he is. This is how hairy his arm is. And <laughs> how hairy his chest is. <laughs> how what I'm excited about games, too, is having like real... like. Graphically rendered chest hair because the graphics have been so bad in previous generations that you can't even see chest hair. In. Oh no! Mama likes her. Yeah, yeah. Chest. they couldn't even try to do chest hair. It's just not. They have a it's, nice tight ass. Maybe yeah. we'll get like an X Men game with Wolverine with the you know hair. Actual hair. He's like a little furball. Did um, you ever play the Deadpool game? No, you know I wanted to. I was like all ready to get it and play, it, and then it got like the worst reviews I'd ever seen. So. It is the funniest game I've ever played. Is it? Oh, maybe I should try. <laughs> well, it. but you haven't played Stick of Truth. <laughs> I've, se- I've seen Stick of Truth, but it's like I, I watched my roommate play a good chunk of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, playing like Deadpool, like the stuff that comes out of his mouth, I'm like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, so actually, with things that make us excited, that's a great segue into our feature boners. from this podcast. <laughs> boners. Who's got a boner? Get out. <laughs> well, should we first talk about what we're playing right now? Before we go to yeah. what's making us happy. Uh, yes. Um, <clears throat> well, so right now. Yeah, what are you playing right now? Right now, I am playing Lego Batman 3. Now, How is that? <laughs> um, I've, I play, I, I'm sort of, uh, I, I play pretty much every single Lego game. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they're really easy to get platinum trophies on. So the fact that I have like twelve platinum trophies on my my uh, what's the big deal with PS platinum? profile is like all Lego. Oh. What's the big deal about platinum trophies? You beat the crap out of that game. That means you get every single trophy, and the platinum trophy is like your. It's when you get every single other trophy. Yeah, but what do you, what do you get? First place. You don't get anything. You got first place. Like, but when some, <laughs> but like when you go, when you go, since I don't even know if we should all be PS network friends, and we should probably give our uh, gamer tags. Oh, that's I true. Don't call them gamer tags. That's next. PSN title. Yeah. Thing. I don't know. But um, when you can like compare yourself to your friends and see like what trophies they've gotten and like. You know, and they actually give you like a rank depending mm. on how many trophies you've gotten and how like many games you played and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Like I think like I have like a billion tor- trophies, but I don't have like one platinum because <laughs> I like I'll play a game and then after I got like a good amount of like no, I don't need to get everything. So like, you don't pl- beat the hell out of your games. I almost did with uh, DMC. I got really close. <laughs> and I think this. I think talking about trophies is actually a really good topic to go in depth. Yeah, because I just don't understand. I mean, it's fun to get them, but what I find most intriguing about them are just the titles, and they make yeah. the titles make me laugh. Yes. Yeah, but I don't um, go out of my way for it. But yeah, so this, so this Lego Batman, it, I, it it's not exactly what I was hoping for. It's not as good as I wanted it to be. Um, one of the main, the first half of the game is very sort of claustrophobic. Everything's on it, basically in Gotham City in mm-hmm. the Batcave, like. Um, and it's, then, and then, or else in the, um, the, God, watchtower. the watchtower and, and then once you get to a certain point, then it opens up and it's sort of like free play a little bit and you can go to all the lantern worlds. Oh, oh they each have their own like lantern world and that, and that's pretty fun. Some of the levels are not quite as fun as I want, but then every lantern world is sort of like a hub world mm-hmm. where you can, um, get your own, like unlock characters and get cool bricks and do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the unfortunately the camera controls when you're flying around and there's they're sort of done in like a Super Mario Galaxy thing where um, it's a sphere you know you can actually like fly or run around the entire planet and it has like its own gravity the camera control or the camera controls for them are, are really bad there's a lot of glitches like if you're flying and you try to like move the camera it, there's a lot of messed up stuff with it mm. but the thing that's making me happy about it is after you beat the entire story mode the bonus level is the 1966 Batman uh, TV show level. Yes. With the voices of uh, Adam Adam West is actually is uh, he's the guy you save. You rescue him in like every level. Right. And the greatest thing about it is, um, you know, everyone has like then their like skin, their costume of from this TV show, and it's and it, and the humor for the TV show fits perfectly into the Lego games. Mm. And the best thing is when you punch like the enemies, it makes the the sound effects and the bam pow thing from the show nice. and it's like it, it sounds exactly like it does in the show and <laughs> it, it's really it's really funny and it's a lot of fun oh great that's pretty fun all right so what are you playing right now steve um i'm going back and forth between uh disney infinity and guilty gear xard xard i'm not sure how to say it. it's an x then er Xer Crosser Xer Xer It's like Triple X but the third one <laughs> But they didn't want to do Triple X What kind of game is that? It's a it's an anime fighting game oh. uh, which is kind of breathtaking the way that they did it It looks like an anime and you'll do your, your it looks it's like a 2D fighting game but then when you fight they'll do a move and you'll be like holy crap this game is 3D like it moved but it looks exactly like a, a cartoon like it doesn't look cool. like a 3D model 
Oh, nice. Mm. Very cool. Um, yeah. And then Disney Infinity is like... Did like you crack where did I you buy get all the, the toys? Did you get a 2.0 with like the Marvel? Yeah. I have like all the Marvels for like two of them. And now they're like releasing more of them. I'm like, god damn it. Which ones do you have? I don't have Groot. Oh. And I don't have Drax. And now they just released Villains. Right. And Yandu. And I don't really want Yandu. They, so that's on PS4? I got the PS4 one, but it's on all the systems. It's all, all the... Yeah, you have to... Oh, the starter pack started on, like, Wii U, I think, but they did... The you Wii have to U. buy us a, a console-specific So version. you have to buy, like, fucking Frozen to get it? Or no. no, no, no. <laughs> there's, there's a Marvel-specific one, and the way the game is kind of weird. It's like you get a little platform. There's two circles, so you can put two toys on there. And then there's this little hexagon thing, and that's where you put the game. And it'll be like an Avengers game or, or a Guardians of the Galaxy game or a Spider-Man one. So you don't actually put a disc in? Mm-mm. Well, there's a disc to, to run the program. And then do you plug in the little thing? It's like a USB plug-in uh, with a long cord and it's a little platform thing. It's kind of And then you cool. put the toy on basically like, yeah. which level you want to play. Well, yeah. it's cool enough for you to be addicted to it. Yeah. And then I got like friends addicted to it. It's like, here, buy this toy. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm making them buy drugs. Right. Or have a friend buy the toy yeah. for you for Christmas. You yeah. should buy this for your friend. Yeah, right. I was really interested in playing it, but like, yeah, the toys, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if like it's sort of like a never ending thing. Like, oh, I no. love the look of it and it's it's sort of like a cross between video games and action figures, even though mm-hmm. you can't really pose them, but they're still I don't play with action figures yeah. anymore, <laughs> but it's cool to have them. Like in the game, they're like toys. Like when you beat them up, they'll break into pieces like toys. Oh really? Mm. Um and then the vo- it's like voices from like the Avengers Assemble cartoon, so those are oh, all the cool. Avengers in it. And then the Spider-Man show, it's all those voices. Oh. Which, by the way, you know the guy that does the voice of Tony Stark is the hot, older Petrelli brother from Heroes. Really? Yes. Oh. Isn't he on, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now? He, he is. I think that's sort of, like, he, now he's part of, like, this Marvel thing. Ah. Uh, he, he does the voice of Tony Stark in all the cartoons and, like, all the... He sounds like a little kid in the, the new, uh, was it, Avengers Assembled? Like, his voice is very high-pitched. Oh, yeah, kind of. Well, they're, they're, he's trying to sound... They're trying to make him sound like Robert Downey Jr. Oh. <laughs> Younger. <Yeah>. Prettier. <laughs> <laughs> so, the game that I'm playing now... I'm, I'm playing two, and I'm almost done with both of them. But um, bo- I'm trying to finish all the DLC for Borderlands, the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I spent my time during Christmas playing. And then, again, I'm playing Arkham City. Just trying to get all this... Fucking Riddler trophies, <laughs> or get it just enough for, so that I can fit. It. I don't need any of the the platinum trophies. I don't need to beat the hell out of the game. I just have to do it. And now comes our regular feature for this podcast. It's called "What Made You Level Up." So you talk about something positive that you're into, or something that you, maybe book that you're into. So Adam, why don't you start? What made you level up this month? So this is a non-gaming related. Marvel's Agent Carter started, and I have to say, I am loving it. It's already on the third show, and it's giving me everything that I didn't know that I wanted. <laughs> it's basically Alias in the 1940s, and I didn't realize how much I missed Alias, because Peggy Carter is just a kick-ass broad, and she, I was really sort of just, uh, hesitant with the promos, where they were like, the only... What was it? The best man for the job is a woman, and it was just very... I don't know, it seemed very odd. Um, but I, I just, I love it. She's great. Um, the sexism is like a main plot point of the show and how everyone underestimates her and she just always like kicks ass. 
just so, pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. I just I just love it. Um, I, I I I hope it gets picked up for another season. I hope the ratings. Oh, there's gonna be a season good. two. There oh, they announced it. Yeah. Yay! Yes. Fuck. Now I have to get <laughs> caught up. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it on Hulu. Yeah. There's only been three episodes. Yeah, <laughs> only three so far. Good. I'm not too far behind. Steve, what made you level up this month? Well, this month, um, I'm preparing to do to draw a comic book, and I've been really uh, worried about it because my inking isn't very well. So this whole month, I bought new inks, and I've been drawing new pictures, like inking them all, and I've improved a whole bunch in the last like two weeks, and I'm pretty close to being ready to draw this comic book. Excellent. Yay. What's it going to be called? Um, and that's... Speaking oh, you're not about the, okay. Uh, yeah, well, how about this? If people want to find you, um, I know you do a lot of Instagram. So if people want to find you, you, you can find you on Instagram at Stephen H Garcia, and that's on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Stephen with a V. Stephen with a V. Stephen followed H by an H. Garcia, right. <laughs> if you if you don't put the H in, you'll find a thousand other Stephen Garcias. Right. <laughs> and uh, so what's made me level up this month is. Um, well, Stephen gave me some of his artwork for my birthday, which was in December, and I have it posted uh, up in our... He does very sexy pictures of uh, Green Arrow and Red Arrow from the TV show, and um, a variation on the Flash costume, which is fairly fetishy. <laughs> and, I, and I enjoy that. But there's a gift that I got for Christmas that really has me excited. Uh, a friend of mine bought me the annotated HP Lovecraft and so it's all of his short, or a lot of his major short stories, with historical and, and you know annotations on the side, and and you know talk about how much he hated uh, strangers, <laughs> he hated the ocean, he hated fish, <laughs> but he also gave me a tiny book called Cthulhu One Hundred and One, which answers the major questions of Cthulhu, and I've been getting more and more into the Cthulhu mythology because I've been playing Arkham Horror, which mm -hmm. is a board game. Mm -hmm. That is impossible to win. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, that's all the time that we have for this month. Um, our show uh, will be continuing. And let us know what you think. Um, and let's go around real quick. Um, my name's Adam. My uh, PSN ID is Trombone Hottie. Spelled exactly how it sounds. <laughs> trombone Hottie. Do you play the trombone? I used to. Up. Uh, you can still blow I that horn it for though. many years, but it was my major. So <laughs> very yes. good. What is your PSN? My PSN is a uh, evil dark panda. Nice. I just wanted dark panda, but it was taken apparently. What? <laughs> and I was like, what really? <laughs> dark panda was taken. Yeah. My PSN handle is Madrix Thirty because I'm a twin, who all and my twin also collects comics. But uh, Mad Jamie Madrix was the uh, the mutant that can make duplicates of himself. Um, and man. yes, and I was thirty when I decided to use it. So <laughs> mad that was ages ago. Oh my god! <laughs> and I've held on to it ever since. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for this podcast, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Facebook. Thanks. Bye. Bye.